Welcome to the Power to Create podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to walk in the creativity God has given you. Accept this as your personal invitation to join our host, Dwayne Chapman, as he unlocks your potential to create together with God. Welcome to Power to Create. I am Dwayne. Oh, and I am Joe. Man, there's Joe again. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you're here, Joe. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. It's kind of like in school and everything. I'm always late. <laughs> it's all good. At least, hey, at least you responded. <laughs> there you go. But present. Present. That's right. Present and accounted for. We got a uh, great show for you today. I mean, that's that's what we do on Power to Create. We're gonna bring you something great every time. Um, this women. This women. This woman. <laughs> We've been having a women's conference this whole week. That's why I guess that's why I said it like that. But but today's guest is uh, the first African American female to run a Cox retail store in the Georgia, Florida region. Uh, she is CEO of Brown and Mosley Consulting, co-owner of Faithfully Yours brand, twelve years of retail sales and management. 11 years of corporate sales training and business consulting. Two times, I said, not one, but two time Fortune 500 coin of excellent recipient for outstanding performance and leadership development. She holds a BS in communication and cultural studies. Uh, she is a mother of a wonderful daughter named Faith. And she has been married for 24 years to Mr. Lonnie Brown III, a.k.a. Pooh. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Pamela Mosley Brown. I'm so elated to be here. Yeah, yes. good. It's I a pleasure am. having you. Yes, all those. I was like, oh my God. Do I do all that foolishness? Yeah, you do a lot. You do a lot. <laughs> I'm wondering how you do all that. Yeah. That married 24 years. Ooh, that, that's strong. That, oh, man. That's powerful that's right work. there. Yeah. That's a podcast or two in itself, right? Or four or five. Or four or five. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely right. So, Pam, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your childhood, and, and, and mm -hmm. what you were like uh, growing up. So, you know, I am a country girl. Yeah. I grew up in a small town in Southwest Georgia called Smithville, Georgia. Wow, okay. um, I love my city, even though it's small, it's mighty because the people there are just so rich in spirit. And um, I, I feel like I was blessed because I had the opportunity to not just be raised by my parents, right, in a two-family household, but I was able to be brought up by my dad and his mom his you know his parents and my mom and her parents right mm -hmm. so i just count that as a blessing because i just had that extra love and goodness that most people you know don't see or experience yeah and my mom you know she had like 10 brothers and sisters wow you know mm -hmm. and so and one i mean with my mom i have two younger aunt and uncle that are younger than me. And so, you know, my mom, she had me early, but I tell you, my household was filled with so much love. Mm -hmm. It was filled with, you know, just, you know, different life experiences. And that's what I loved about my household was 
I could talk to my mom about something, talk to my grandmoms about something, even my granddads, right? I mean, my granddads did, you know, a variety of things. I got out there informed with my mom's dad, and then with my dad's dad, I would get on the puckwood truck. Wow. And, and watch him, you know, cut wood. And, you know, because we had so many acres of land, you know, and I didn't realize then, you know, all that land that we had, you know, or well, actually still have just the things that my, you know, my grandparents was able to do and just, you know, show me how to work and farm the land and how to incorporate it into your life and all the life lessons that came from it, you know, it's because of those life lessons is what has been able to sustain me through high school, college, and even in the workforce. Wow. Because mm-hmm. those experiences doesn't change, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what time it happened in, it still doesn't change. Mm-hmm. The concept stays the same. Stays yes. The same. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I can see how that, that, uh, that kind of upbringing, like you said, would yeah. kind of contribute to you doing all that you do now. It's yeah. kind of normal to you. It is. Yeah. It is kind of yeah. normal, yeah. you know, um, because, you know, I start looking at, I mean, just the little things about how I serve in the community, right? How I um, like to help people, yeah. you know, yeah. how I like to, you know, just run different corporations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I sit back and look at it, that's what my dad and grandfathers was doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. it takes, I mean, that's a business. Right. Running right. a farm yeah. is a business, yes. you know, yes. and so I was able to see how they did it and multitask effectively mm-hmm. right. doing all the tasks. And so having seen them do it and just having them to talk through it with me, I didn't realize subconsciously hmm. they was cultivating me to have a strategic mindset. Right. Where most people just stay one way. Mm-hmm. They taught me how to, all right, you have to have an A, B, C, D plan. Now, if this mm-hmm. happens, now what? Right. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things that carried over with me, with me being able to show up and do all the stuff that I do. Right. Wow. You know? Right. Yeah. So so how did you go from, um, I, it's a BS in communication? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how did you go from the BS uh, in communication to the retail sales and management side? Okay. So with communications, I mean, what I didn't realize was, you know, while I was studying um, for college, I was in America's Georgia. Okay. And um That's my neck of the woods. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, America's Georgia. And I um was just happy, right, to have a job and I was working at Walmart. Okay. And not knowing communications and telecommunications would bridge the ga- gap for me for my career. Wow. And I was just serving, you know, and learning about communications and how to effectively communicate and how to match it with different cultures. Um, One of the district managers came through my line and said, hey, I like what you're doing. You know, do you want to be in communications? I was like, well, you know, I'm taking up something similar, you know, I'm not done. And she said, I like every time I come in here, you always greeting people. You ring up their, you know, groceries and whatnot with so much joy. I want you to come and work for me. Wow. Mm. I was 22 years old. Wow. So you, so Pam, um, I, I can, if I can say, mm-hmm. uh, 
that um, two things. One thing, hard work does pay off. Yes, it You're does. the true example of that. Yes, it does. And also, too, um, I have to, you know, take it, uh, you know, kind of biblically. Goodness and mercy yes. have all also followed you as well. Yes, so that's that's fantastic. And Joe, you made me think when you went biblical, mm -hmm. uh, being faithful in the small things, yeah. right? Working well at Walmart. Oh mm -hmm. wow, absolutely. Open the uh, what was she? The sales manager or the? I mean. I just I was in at the customer service rep. Oh, oh wow. wow. I went in at the lowest of the lowest. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh that's powerful. Yeah. That's went powerful. And, and, and did it with grace mm -hmm. and wanted to perfect my craft. Just grateful for the opportunity. Right. Wow. And so when you guys talk about biblical, you know, my faith has helped me to understand that your steps are ordered. Mm -hmm. right? awesome. Even when you awesome. didn't even realize mm -hmm. when you're on the road to greatness, right? Mm -hmm. um, or just busy, you know, doing the things that, you know, you feel like, hey, gives you joy. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, um, you didn't realize sometimes that God is ordering your steps. Yes. And at that time, you know, I was just happy with seeing people and just you know, wanted to take care of them and make sure they was having a great day yeah. before they cook supper, not knowing that it was that thing that changed the trajectory of my career. Wow. That's your passion. Wow. You know, that was my passion. Yep. Wow. Just having a, you know, just yeah. loving people. Mm -hmm. yep. So, and, and so you, you started with serving and mm -hmm. then from serving, you uh, you made sure that you were a good steward mm -hmm. of, uh, and it sounds like every step. Mm -hmm. And now, I see that you're in, in the corporate side of things yes. as well as business consulting. Exactly. And so I see you just yeah. just walking up the ladder using, uh, you know, two things that are clearly identifiable, mm -hmm. and we've already talked about that, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, serving mm -hmm. and then being a good steward of yeah. wherever you are, wherever you started. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit about the corporate side and your business consulting. So the corporate side of things, you know, as I began to move up, I moved up very quickly in mm -hmm. Verizon. You know, I had to make some decisions um, to leave my hometown, leave America's, and the district manager said, hey, we got some opportunities for you to come to Macon. Mm -hmm. So in a year and a half, I transitioned to Macon, and things just began to blossom for me. One of the things that still that servitude stayed with me because I moved from customer service to sales mm -hmm. and about six months the DM said you know what we're getting ready to have our own you know store in the making mall you know and this time this was the old making mall and they said if you if you do well we'll give you a big store right and so I had the opportunity then to really start co cultivating more of that servitude because now I could apply some of the things I learned in college, but it's nothing like hands-on experience, right? right? Course, they yeah. can teach you certain pieces in college, right? Mm -hmm. But when you get into the workforce, the application parts really start to come to life. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, all of a sudden, had, you know, employees. Mm -hmm. So you still now, the part of being an effective leader, you still got to be able to serve. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about me being your boss and me telling you what to do, yeah. right? At the end of the day, it's the people that help do the job. Right. Because now if I could do it by myself, I wouldn't need employees. Right. So my servant piece still had to be intact, right? Mm -hmm. And so I learned a lot along that way. Um, and just being a student, too, I had so many great role models in Verizon that 
um, helped me to understand that even as I served mm -hmm. and I watched them serve, right? Because I'm a firm believer that people do what they see. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to model the right behaviors, mm -hmm. right? If you want people to, you know, have good things, right? Mm -hmm. Hence my grandparents, my parents modeled great behaviors before me. But it's through those things and those actions that I was able to bring it up into corporate America yes. and, you know, really have those mentors that mentored me, but I also had to be coachable guys. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't right. have a big head. That's yeah. right, a teachable spirit. Yeah, yeah. I right. had to realize, even though you reach a platform, you still gotta serve. Yeah. That's right. You still gotta be coachable. Yeah. And that's really what started, I didn't know it then, guys. That's what really started really fueling me to be ready for the consulting business mm. because now I had to sit back and I had to evaluate mm. and I had to look at actions and think about what could you change, mm. right? Um, let's think about, you know, how you can be an effective listener, mm. right? And how you need to be able to articulate to someone that maybe what they're doing have not been working or what they're doing is working, right? Mm -hmm. And be able to gain that buy-in. So being able to float along through the corporate America part of it for the past 10 to 15 years, when the time came, it's, it was an easy platform to transition to mm -hmm. because I already had the buy-in of the people. I wasn't one of those type leaders that just say, hey, go do this because I said it, but I got out there in the trenches and did it with them right and i helped become the teacher and a guide along the way and by the time it was time for me to launch my consulting business that's all i was wow. was just able to be that guide along the way and help bring to life right the things that they wanted to do in their business or wanted to do you know within themselves right. you know and so it became an easy transition and i didn't know at the time that god was just molding me Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, yeah. for it um, and just letting me experience different things and different different set of people with different mindsets where some people, they saw that as a disadvantage. For me, it fueled me mm -hmm. because I wanted to know more. I wanted to know how could I reach them, wow. right? Mm -hmm. And so it was just those pieces right there that by the time I got ready to launch my business, Actually, one of my my business partner who I'm with right now and still do great work with, I met her at Verizon, mm. and we we're now able to do some game changing stuff, you know. Um, but it was through my relationship with her, and she watched me over the years to say, "I like what I see in you." It's amazing. It's yeah. it, um, it, it's amazing, um, Pam, of how uh, we we had two other great women, mm -hmm. including yourself, saying almost identical the same thing. You know, it is amazing. And th this is just awesome. Even with the um, <clears throat> even with the uh, the other two um, professionals mm -hmm. um, on the, the panel, they also said the same thing. And one that hits me the most is you you have to be coachable you have to have a teachable spirit mm -hmm. because that's how you gain knowledge you can't walk in there saying okay um, i arrived because when you uh, when you stop learning mm -hmm. okay um uh, 
you know, th there's nothing else going going on. You, you understand? You, Absolutely. I kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and 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 uh, I was thinking about the same thing, the same thing, Joe, because uh, she mentioned a lot about service. Yes, service it as well. Yep. Uh, and 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 that's a biblical principle mm -hmm. because God says. He who wants to lead, mm -hmm. he should be served. Sorry. He should he, he should be willing to serve. Yes. A lot of people don't understand that's a that is a business principle yes. directly from the Bible. That's yeah. right. And she's been applying it this whole time, and you see, and you're going to continue wow. to see how she just keeps going on up the change. Um, I want to ask you this too, Pam, Pam mm -hmm. uh, and you kind of mentioned it. Um, one way that you think people can find their gift, their, mm -hmm. their, their hidden gift, if you will, or their skill. Mm -hmm. One way you told me was uh, that, that community that you had around you because mm -hmm. your grandparents and parents did so many different things. Mm -hmm. It just kind of helped develop what was already in, uh, mm -hmm. on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. Tell me another way that you think that people can uh, find, find their gift or their talent. So, you know, I tell people often, you know, do what you love. Mm. Um, and do it as if you, you know, if you wouldn't get paid for it. Mm, okay. Oh, and wow. for a long time, yeah, for a long time, I served on my friend's board, and she wasn't able to pay me. Mm. But I did it because I loved it, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't care about getting paid, mm -hmm. right? I just felt like this is what I was led to do. Wow. And it, it really cultivated me even more um, because now I wasn't dealing with so much as adults. Now I'm dealing with kids, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, right? And right. so I was like, you know, when you start thinking about your gifts and your talents and the call that God has on your life, you will do it if you don't eat. Mm -hmm. You won't do it if you don't get paid. You know what I'm saying? It comes naturally. Yep. The reward is when God begins to reward you for your labor, right? right. right? Yeah. It's not that you're hiding your talent, right? So the first thing I think about is when the guy had, you know, they gave all the different people the different talents, yeah. right, yeah, in the Bible, right? right. <laughs> some went and hid their talent, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Some took their talent and multiplied their talent. Mm -hmm. You want to be an individual that take your talent and do it where it multiplies, mm -hmm. right, where it can begin to serve individuals, mm -hmm. even if you do it afraid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Even if you do it afraid. Mm. There was a lot that, of times I did stuff afraid. Wow, that's But powerful. I took the faith to say, God, look, if you don't show up in me right now, let's be clear. It's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> you know, and that was always my take. When I was a corporate facilitator, they would give us some really hard things to train on. And I would say, God, if you don't show up right now in this room. <laughs> mm. right. Better go ahead and preach, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> you need an organ in the background. <laughs> I, mean, but, I mean, but seriously. Yeah. That's right. You know, That's I mean, you uh, for me, it's I had to recognize if I was to understand my gift and my calling. Mm -hmm. My gift and my calling didn't come from Pam. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. gift and calling came from God. Right. That's right. And when I acknowledged him, mm -hmm. right, he began to let me walk into my gift even more and more. Ooh. And I was I was okay if I didn't get paid for it because mm -hmm. I knew in that moment at that time I was talking to who God wanted me to That's talk right. to at who at that right. time. Yeah. And he I allowed him to use me to explain it to them, to help encourage them through it, or whatever it was, mm -hmm. but right. it wasn't me. Right. That's right. And so when you do your gift and your calling, you do it 
right? Um, unafraid. Mm-hmm. And you do it under the, for me, the unction of God, because mm-hmm. I had to acknowledge him. Right. Because I, I couldn't show up without it. Right. In, right? Pro- in Proverbs, it says your gifts will make room for you. All day long. And place you in the seats of higher kings or that's high it. officials. Mm. And that's what it looks like. That you yeah. are a walking Proverbs. I, I, I can't remember the, uh, the I know it's mm-hmm. in Proverbs, but this, the chapter in the scripture I'll get before yeah. the podcast is over. Yeah, yeah, they can Google it. But that's, you know, to, you know, to add more color to it, Dwayne, that's one way, mm-hmm. right? That's the biblical way, right? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, if we, if we look at for their careers and their mm-hmm. jobs there's so many tools out there for different tests that you oh, can take that's right that's good. That's good. um so that you can really hone in on mm-hmm. right what do you really want to do right. you know what are you really good at based on your personality mm-hmm. right so there's <laughs> wow, different ones you know one of the trainings that i used to train this disc training right where mm-hmm. it really talks about how your personality is and how you would respond and how you would lead people right but that was a test Mm -hmm. and it helped me place different people in the retail organization Mm -hmm. based on how they took that test Mm. right and so it's just different things like that there are resources out there for you to take but you know for you know different ones of us you know who are believers of course you go to God right because you want him to order your steps Mm -hmm. you want him to lead and guide you right that's my family me and my siblings theme is Okay, God, we need you to lead and guide us. Right. But then the second portion of it is give me the resources, tools, yeah, yeah. people, right. you know, what have you, yes. what I need to help cultivate my gift Absolutely. or my calling, Absolutely. right? Because here's the thing. People can do things. Mm-hmm. And if you do it with the wrong spirit, it will fall on deaf ears. You want God to be able to bless the things that you're doing. Absolutely. And so with being able to do that, that's why I always would acknowledge him in everything that I do. Good, good. So, um, uh, and and that was well said, Pam. Um, So now that that we've come to the point where we we recognize our gift, Mm -hmm. um, what are some practical ways that we can... uh, uh, reach goals because right. we have a gift now we, mm-hmm. you know we're, we're okay mm-hmm. I need to do this 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 and this right. how do I go about reaching those goals, goals. Yeah. well one thing that I tell all of my clients right it has to be smart mm. okay smart goals okay. Okay? okay so it has to be you know specific okay okay Good. that's where you really got to really think about all right what do you want to do here because you'll find often that people want to do so much but you got to be able to hone in on it. So you got to be specific. Okay. It's got to be measurable. Okay. You got to ask yourself, how can I measure this? Mm, good. That's good. Okay. What is the measurement? And it depends on whatever it is. If you want to bake a cake, all right? So your your goal is you want to bake a cake. You got to be specific. Now, what kind of cake do I want to bake, honey? That's right. mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. Very you good. see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. No, do I want a pound cake? Do I want a red velvet? Right. You know, so there's different things. So you have to be able to be specific in what you want. Then you think about the measurement of it, all right? So the things that you would use for a pound cake, you wouldn't necessarily use for a red velvet cake, right? right? So you got to think about those measurements, even with the measurements of ingredients, right? It has to be attainable. Mm -hmm. That's the next piece. Can I actually reach this goal, Mm -hmm. right? That's the question you have to ask yourself, Mm 
right? Um, is it relevant to what I really want to gain? That's the R in SMART. Mm-hmm. And then the T is time frame. What is the time frame? Because you got to be realistic with it. Some people want a million dollars, but let's be clear, it's not going to happen overnight, right. Right? right? But if you b- begin to work at it diligently, right, then you'll be able to obtain that, right? I re- recently looked at my, you know, tried to, di- I'm not trying, I'm diversifying my portfolio, that's right. That's right. you know, because one day I'm going to retire yeah, that's right. as much as I hate to think about it. Right. But I had to reach out, you know, to my friend Daniel and I said, hey, I need to talk about my money. I need to make sure it's smart because I'm going to get older one day. So let's look at specifically what I want to get. How much money do I want to have when I retire? Let me see the measurements of it. How can I watch my dividends grow? Right. Mm -hmm. Is this obtainable? Right. (laughs) So that's the question. How much money do I have to set aside from my check to make this attainable? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Is this relevant? Absolutely. It's relevant because champagne want to live a good life as I sit down. And what's the time frame? Okay, I got 15, 20 more years into me. Right. So that's how you work the smart goal. Right. And you make sure that everything you do is wrapped around that. And when you do that, this principle, this smart goal can apply to anything from buying a car to losing weight mm-hmm. to I use this with my daughter when she get ready to sell her lip gloss line. Oh, that's right. You know, so we break it down. Sister Cakes, Miss Faith, Miss mm-hmm. Fab. 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 I did it intentional, F-A-B. <laughs> you, you know, you obviously everything you're going to do, it, honey, is going to be fabulous. Yeah. You know, so I had to really start helping her to think about these smart goals and how much money she wanted to make. And we would break it down step by step. Mm. And she was like, Mom, I got it. Right. And so, I mean, this is a concept that you could use. I mean, at the time she was five. She's eight now, you know. And so she get it. She got it. You know, I want some new J's. That's her new thing. She loves Jordan. She watched her dad wear Jordans. She loved Jordan. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about how much lip gloss you got to sell, That's how right. much jewelry mm-hmm. you got to right. sell. That's right. Is your goal smart? And she was like, okay, let me go think about it. Let's look <laughs> Let's look at this time frame, right? <laughs> Mom, I think you can give me some money to help my time frame right. go right. up a little right. faster. <laughs> but you, you yeah. find that it's applicable for anything that right. you want to do. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Um, <clears throat> I was looking at this uh, statistic, and uh, I'll read it here because I don't have Mm -hmm. it memorized. It says, since 1960, Mm -hmm. 76 women have held the most powerful positions of executive power in their respective countries Mm -hmm. out of 195 countries. Mm -hmm. How do we get more women into the game? You know, I think we're already headed in the right direction with that. Well, that's good. I really do because I'm starting to see women take um, more... Um, leadership roles, even in corporate America. Um, Before I left Verizon, I was on one of the boards of Women of Wireless. And that's what it was all about, was being able to develop more women leaders. Um, And I think the country is ready for it, you know, I think. But I will tell you this, even with being with Sheila Hicks two weeks ago in Vegas, she's, you know, one of the you know, higher-ups in in Cox. And she said this. She said, here's the thing. Being a great, powerful woman, I had to have, you know, great leadership from men, right, to help me get there. And so, you know, I still feel like men played their part, Mm -hmm. but the world is ready now for women, Mm -hmm. and women are starting to transition that way. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to happen. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And um, let me ask you this. Now, 
I know what I believe in, and I, and I know pretty much what you're going to say about this too. Mm-hmm. But I'm really asking this because it might be somebody listening out there mm-hmm. that feels like because of their situation, mm-hmm. regardless of what it is, mm-hmm. they feel like it's not possible mm-hmm. for me to succeed. Is it possible for everybody to succeed? Pam? It is possible for everyone to succeed, but they must be clear to know that your journey may look different from someone else. That's good. They needed to hear that. Don't measure your journey by someone else. Oh, that's powerful. Okay? That's powerful. Um, you got to let things grow. Remember, I said let things grow and cultivate in your life. And the biggest thing that I would tell anybody is don't lose your faith. Stay diligent at your work. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, as long as you, you know, keep your faith strong, Mm -hmm. right, and have great smart goals and have a servant attitude, and I promise you, it will always pay off for you. Wow. It will always pay off for you. I have, I tell you, there has nothing... Um, that has never failed in my life. It, it has always worked out, mm. right? Mm. The time frame may not have been as quick as I wanted it to be, but then when I look back at it, at you know, have a bird's eye view, I appreciate the delays wow. that God said along the way. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, don't lose hope. Keep being diligent at your work. You know, my 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 business partner said, now, Pam, I can cut you a check. Mm. And you're going to be the first person that I cut a check for. Amen. She said, because you worked for free. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When nobody else would. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, if money is your payoff, then keep working at it. Yeah. It will. You will get to the status that you want to be at. Just as long as you, you know, keep your faith in God first. Yeah. I say that all the time. Man, well said. Well mm-hmm. said. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen, I hope that you're that that you're full. I mean, uh, Pam yes. dropped some yes. amazing information some amazing encouraging words and that's and that's what this podcast is about Mm -hmm. we're about encouraging edifying lifting you up uh we want to take away those excuses yes um you know and we want to let you know that it is possible god has given us all the power Mm -hmm. to create and guess what you don't have to do it alone god is with you he said he will never leave you or forsake you so we uh, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, I know I did. I know Joe did. And we yep. just, uh, you know, if you can reach out to Pam, uh, it, uh, it, do you have any way that they can reach Absolutely. out to you? Absolutely. So you can find me on all social sites on um, brownandmosleyconsulting.com. I mean, and it has my email address and all of my information there. So go to brownandmosley.com and you guys can find me and you know, send me a message, send me an email, whatever you need, and I'll be more than happy to serve. Okay, well, we mm-hmm. definitely thank you so much. Yes, right. thank you. All right. And uh, you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you next uh, next podcast. All right.